Welcome, I'm Ryan Hicks, and this is Modern Business, the podcast to learn from franchise business leaders and explore new business technology. Our community is about sharing knowledge and tools that help us achieve our goals in business and beyond. Thanks for being here, and welcome to Modern Business. This podcast and this summer tour would not be possible without our sponsors, so please check them out, go to their websites, listen to their value propositions, and consider doing business with them. And now, a word from our sponsors. Today's podcast is brought to you by the International Franchise Professionals Group, the world's largest and most respected franchise consultant organization. IFPG's nearly 1,000 members consist of franchisors, franchise consultants, brokers, lenders, franchise attorneys, real estate experts, and other franchise professionals who help individuals through the process of evaluating, buying, and opening a franchise. As a membership-based organization, the IFPG does not participate in any referral fees from franchisor members or brokers, thereby allowing all members to work freely together. The IFPG provides all the tools and support needed to help sell more franchises and close more deals. Far beyond just a network of franchise professionals, the IFPG is a family of established, experienced, and highly professional members of the global franchise community. To learn more, go to IFPG.org. That's IFPG.org. Welcome to a special edition of Modern Business Podcast during the Franchisors.com Summer Tour. I'm your guest host, Red Boswell, president of IFPG, the International Franchise Professionals Group. The IFPG is a proud sponsor of Franchisors.com's Summer Tour, or Summer Bus Tour, as I've called it many times. We're joined today by... Jacob Grady. Jacob's the founder of a hot new franchise brand, Surface Experts. Jacob, welcome to the call today. Hey, Red. Thanks for having me. Well, appreciate you being on here. So what, tell us about Surface Experts. What is the opportunity? Yeah. So we're a really unique company. We do spot repair on damaged countertops, floors, bathtubs, cabinets, really any interior hard surface, but we just do spot repair. So we're actually the only company in the nation that does what we do. Pretty cool. Yeah, I've never heard of a company doing that. Um, Okay, so what gave you that idea? What made you get into franchising such a unique concept? Yeah, well, I, I, I can't take credit for it. It was our story kind of begins in a very uh, unique way. I was, after college, I moved to Bogota, Colombia, and I moved there to work with a church in Colombia to start a girls' home. That uh, this was back in the 2000s when it was very uh, before it got it was a big deal. Um, before there was a lot of news on it about sexual um, sex trafficking of young young girls. And when I moved there, I first thing I saw was a spreadsheet of what it would cost to run the girls' home, and I thought, oh my gosh, this is this is a ton of money. And uh, jokingly, I remember telling the pastor, uh, you know, do they need to have three meals a day? Can we just like cut it down to two? Because <laughs> this is like going to cost an arm and a leg. And so uh, friends of ours who had started this little mom-pop business in Spokane, Washington, uh, doing spot repair, they, they had done some work for my dad. And they said, we, we asked them, hey, would you come down to Bogota and train us, you know, we think there's a market here and we did a little bit of market research and turned out a lot of high end hotels really needed, you know, repairs like cracked tile and 
chips and holes and granite and stone. And so they moved, they came down to Bogota, trained us for a couple of weeks and then we launched the business there. And, uh, it's kind of, when I moved, was moving back to the States, I decided to move to Portland, Oregon, my wife and I, and, um, I had dreams of opening up like a chocolate tier business. My wife had given me a gift certificate on how to learn chocolateering when we were in Bogota. And so I now thought, man, it would be so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she definitely had, um, she definitely was biased towards the chocolate business. But, you know, it was 2009 and uh, no one was going to give me a quarter million dollar loan to start a chocolate, specialty chocolate business. So but, you know, all the while... Repairing cracks is way sexier than chocolate anyway. Oh, my gosh. Totally sexy. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll talk more on that later. Um, so my dad, my dad tells me, Jacob, what are you doing? Like, this is the best business. You've got to go back to the spot repair. And so, you know, without getting a loan, I went and started up the spot repair business in Portland. And I had that exact thought. I remember being like a 30-year-old going to a college reunion of sorts and we were getting together with friends, and everyone's saying, oh, yeah, I'm a VP in this, and I'm the director of that. And in my mind, I'm like, you know, I fix cigarette burns and, like, Section 8 housing. <laughs> Thinking, man, how can I make this sound sexier? Because it sure isn't. And I remember driving home, and my wife was like, why are you so down? I was like, oh, I just, you know, just feel like I just do spot repair. It's just not, it's not sexy, you know, and. Of course, as I got a little bit older, matured, have kids, realized, man, this was an amazing business. Like, we were totally unique, and we flew under the radar. And during, during the uh, recession, it was awesome because we were growing, you know, 300% for the first, like, four or five years. So we just kept growing and growing and growing because no one wanted to replace anything. Everyone was like, yeah, I got to – we can save some money. We need to – for a hundred bucks, that'd be awesome if you could fix that pan bird and the laminate countertop. We gotta get that taken care of. So, kind of a, a random yeah. way to get dirty, into it. It's dirty jobs pay the best. It's the unsexy <laughs> jobs that no no one quote unquote no one wants to do that you can make a mint at. I mean, I'm a, if I told you, yeah. I, I I franchised a pooper scooper service. I mean, who wants to clean up dog <laughs> poop? No one. But you know, yeah, most exactly. Of my, most of my employees were college degreed because they didn't give a care about the dog poop part of it. They wanted the freedom and the flexibility and, frankly, the money that came mm -hmm. from doing something no one else wanted to do. So kudos to you for seeing that and uh, become, making it sexy. You know what's sexy about it? The money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's awesome. We, you know, we have a great, great uh, margin. Our cost of goods is 2.7%. So. You know, our average repair, we're using a tablespoon to two tablespoons of product, which is awesome. You know, we you don't use very much uh, materials per repair, which is great. It is. It reminds me, I didn't realize some of your repairs were that simple, and that's so insanely cheap to actually do. I, I heard mm -hmm. a story once about a guy who came in, this big plant was having massive issues, and the entire plant was shut down because they couldn't get their giant generator to work. And this expert was brought in, and they charged him $10,000. I'll come in and fix it. He walked in, walked around the machine, listened for a moment, pulled out a hammer, tapped on one pipe one time, and walked out. Sent him a bill 
for $10,000. And the guy <laughs> that's paying the bill, the CFO, saw him do the work and said, are you kidding me? He's balking at the $10,000 you know, invoice. All you did was pull out a hammer and tap on it once. And he said, okay, I'll send you a new invoice then. And the guy sent him an invoice for $100 for tapping on the pipe once and $9,900 for knowing where to tap. And so <laughs> it's a great moral to the story. That's what you guys do. You've got, you've got exactly. the know-how to do it. And I, I sure as heck don't know how to fix laminate flooring or countertops. Yeah. Wow. No, it's awesome. We have so many great stories. A hotel owner, really, really high-end hotel, had this um, – it, it had a water loss, and they had a part of their – right in their entry, they had this green Peruvian marble that went up both sides of the lobby walls, and it was beautiful, but they had this football-sized hole where they had patched it with, like, quick thin set, you know, and it looked – it was an eyesore. The first thing you saw when you walked into this really high-end hotel was this this gray spot in the middle of this beautiful, like, evervescent green wall. And so we went there and said, yeah, we can take care of that. Sure enough, we get going. About an hour later, we wrap up. The head engineer, chief engineer, comes down, and he's like, that is amazing. He's like, I mean, I, I can't even see it, but let me just, you know, let me go grab one of my guys, and we'll see if he can find it. Because we always tell them, if you know where it is, maybe you'll find it. But if you don't know where it is, you're going to have a really hard time finding a repair. So the, he goes and gets his, like, second command. He shows up, and the guy goes, oh, yeah, uh, I could totally see it. And he points to a panel on the wall that wasn't even where our repair was. And we all start laughing. We're like, no, the repair's not even there. The repair's over here. It's, like, six feet away. So um, but it was awesome. The, the owner called us the magicians from then on. We, we were always doing <laughs> things where it was like, bring in the magicians. So it was great. Well, so what's the rest of the story? What did that cost them? you have any idea? you remember? Oh, yeah. So that was like, a, I think it was about $150 repair. They couldn't get that granite anymore. Like that granite was, or that marble was non-existent. But, you know, they were thinking about what would it take for them to redo that wall. And we're talking, you know, tens of thousands of dollars to redo that wall. Yeah. And it was a $150 repair. We didn't disturb the guests at all. I think that's the biggest thing with our hotel guests. We're 90% B2B. So we're mostly working with property management companies like apartments and whatnot. But hotels, uh, you know, they love that we can go in there really quick and be out in less than an hour and that they can rent that room right away. You know, it's, they're, not, they're not putting the room out mm. for, for two days, you know, what airs out or whatever. And so someone who's interested in, in a surface experts franchise, they don't need to know any of this, right? You train them on it all? Yeah. Yep. Okay. We help them select their technician, and we train the franchisee. So we, we are not a chuck-in-the-truck model. We, we, are looking, we have an executive business model. We're looking for people who want to build and grow a business and replace kind of their income that they're making right now, whether that's in corporate America or whatnot. But really looking for people who are teachable, they're business savvy. They understand sales. They understand marketing. They really want to grow a team and manage a team. We help them. We train them, and we also train their technician and support their, their tech. So what is the franchisee going to do, typical franchisee going to do in the first six months? What's their day look like? Uh, yeah, so I'd say an average day for a franchisee is they're meeting with their team early in the morning. They're getting out and they're meeting uh, different property managers uh, for apartment complexes. Maybe they meet, grab lunch with a portfolio manager who manages 
a larger group of properties. They stop by a few hotels and meet with the chief engineers. They're doing, you know, some sales, marketing. Then there's management stuff they do in the afternoon where they are inputting that data into our CRM or software that we use. And they're checking in with their technicians. There's follow-up, seeing how repairs are turning out with their customers. A lot of yeah. what we have to do is really just it's an education process. It's not because there's no one doing what we do, we have to educate our customers and then stay top of mind. So a lot of what we do is, you know, hey, Bill, you know, maintenance man, hey, how did that uh, cracked bathtub turn out for you? Oh, it was great. It was awesome. Oh, I'm so glad. Cool. Hey, we're going to be in your area on Thursday doing some repairs. Just want to know if you had any countertops or vinyl floors or bathtubs you want to take a look at. Oh, yeah, I got another one in 205. Come on by. Like, take care of that for us, you know. So nice. that's a lot of, like, so what they, is, they take care of. It, it is sales, but sales for so many people is a dirty word, and it scares them. Mm-hmm. But in your case, no one does what you do, and it sounds like it's a really unmet demand and a, oh, yeah. a serious frustration for commercial properties. So it's more of a getting a hold of the right person, and once they hear what you do, it's like, yes, 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 give me a hug, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's awesome to be able to deliver a service that has a major wow factor, right? So, like, all our customers are kind of between a rock and a hard place. They're looking at that tear in the vinyl floor, and they're thinking, man, this vinyl floor is only a year old. These people just moved out of their apartment. It's going to cost us 800 to a grand to replace that vinyl floor. But that tear, we can get fixed for, let's say, 125 bucks with surface experts. It's done right away, and you can step on it. Like, it cures instantly. So they're thinking, like, they're kind of just hosed until we show up and we do the repair, and they're like, wow, that's amazing, you know, and it's only 125 bucks. Oh, are you kidding me? It's like, all day long, this is a no-brainer, you know. It's an easy referral business, too. Um, so what yeah. number of locations yeah. are you with? Have you launched so, so far? Where are you at on the growth yeah, curve? Because you're pretty new, right? Yeah, we just started franchising in October last year, and we're at nine uh, current unit. And, um, so we're, we're continuing to grow. We got a couple more in the pipeline right now, but yeah, it's, it's been exciting. It's a, it's a whirlwind. (laughs) And what does it look like geographically? Are there particular markets that you're focusing on or is it really a nationwide play day one? Yeah, it really is a nationwide play day one because the need is nationwide. You know, our, our minimum sizes for the franchise um, for franchises is 325,000 population. Now, most of the franchisees who've come on are, you know, right around that four to 500,000. We have a franchise up in Dayton right now that's just killing it. They are doing awesome work. And, you know, Dayton's not exactly a major market, but they're just doing great work. They're just, they're keeping it very simple and they're, about relationships. It's one of our core principles. It's relationships first, very much a relationship sale. And, um, and they're doing an awesome job. Huh. 
It's funny you mentioned Dayton. Of all places, just two hours ago, I was doing an interview with College Hunks Hauling Junk, and they brought up, they said, a smaller market like Dayton, you can kill it in. In fact, we have a franchisee doing exactly that in Dayton, Ohio. So now we've got two That's really funny. A, <laughs> a franchise That's hilarious. Uh, you know, mecca here. Well, yeah. we, I think we got a good understanding of the ideal candidate, what they do in a typical day. What do the financials look like? What's the you know franchise fee, the all-in investment, and what, what does it take to get started? Yeah, so for the minimum, the minimum franchise fee uh, for the minimum territory is three uh, is seven seventy-five thousand dollars. The all-in is roughly around one hundred five, one fifteen. That's you know all-in. Uh, most of our candidates come from either doing their the 401k rollover or they're doing the express the SBA express loans which are pretty easy to get because it's a mobile service business you know we have an office footprint that's 150 to 200 square feet you know and it doesn't need to be retail or anything so that's a those are the basic numbers you know it can be run out of the house what we have found is google analytics do not favor home you know home run um businesses, they prefer to have a commercial address. And mm. so we just, we discourage that. But, you know, like I had an office in Portland that was on the backside of a flooring countertop distributor that was actually a customer of ours. Do a lot of work with contractors and moving companies. And so they, we just sublet, you know, a small office from them. It was great. We, in eight years, we had one customer come and visit us, and that was because they wanted to <laughs> drop off donuts. <laughs> well, I bet you get a lot of referrals from those uh, those type of folks who accidentally mess something up, like the movers. So, oh yeah, wow. all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's fun it's to be the good no guy. Is the same. No, no repair is the same. You know, we'll we'll have a lot of uh, a lot of hotels say, "Hey, we got you know." 80 bathtubs that have chips and it's amazing wow. the variance that can happen in those 80 tubs like lighting and you know different scenario um yeah it's it's what's great is there are small repairs and you can move quickly right so you're rarely working on like one project that's taking you all day most time you know the technician's walking into an apartment and they're fixing a you know, a tear in the vinyl floor, a chip in the countertop, a crack in the bathtub, and then they're moving on. Or glass countertop, a glass cooktop that's all scratched up, and they're buffing that out, and they're moving on. So it's very, you know, it's lots of small jobs. <laughs> Jacob, the, the surface experts opportunity just makes me smile. I just love this. This is so cool. Someone can, I mean, in, in, in some ways, they, they get their dream job. I mean, every day is different. You get to be a bit of an mm -hmm. artist. You're fixing a problem that is driving somebody crazy. You're doing it for a fraction of the cost. You're still making a good living. You, you can brag mm -hmm. about what you do because it's so unique. Um, I love it, bro. So how does someone yeah. get hold of you or your team if they want to learn more? You can always reach us at info at surfaceexperts.com. That's just I-N-F-O at surfaceexperts with an S dot com. You can, either, you can email me directly, jacob at surfaceexperts.com. And we have a great team. We'll, you know, work through your questions, be able to answer those and kind of walk you through the numbers and how everything works out.
Well, we've been joined today by Jacob Grady. Jacob, we appreciate you. We appreciate you not only doing this interview with the Modern Business Podcast, but also as being an IFPG member. So you've been listening to a special edition of Modern Business Podcast during the Franchisors.com Summer Tour. I'm your guest host, Red Boswell, president of IFPG, the International Franchise Professionals Group. You can find more about IFPG at ifpg.org. We're a proud sponsor of Franchisors.com Summer Tour. Thank you again, Jacob Grady, founder yeah. of Hot Franchise Brand Service, Surface Experts. Thank you, Jacob. Thank you.